Welcome to episode 573 of the LeadCast podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockharts. He's back. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweet. I was here the whole time. The whole time. Yeah, the- Aiden's going to have to edit out <laughs> an entire week of audio. It's yeah. really weird because uh, you, you guys will hear it later, but Colton said some really offensive things that Aiden had to edit out of the email mm-hmm. section. Um, he, he just yeah. won't hear him for like a couple of emails. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna Definitely. seem like he wasn't there, but uh, you just don't want to hear the uh, the stuff he yeah. was saying. They're, he's gonna cut out all of the time in between where I just said a whole bunch of really offensive. He said a lot stuff. of really mean things to top laners and to support players, which exactly. we both felt targeted. Um, yeah. Hey, so I'm, on this, I'm a bully. <laughs> on this episode, uh, we've got uh, a new patron, a little bit of league cast news, a new patch. Um, we'll hear from our friends at NordVPN. Um, we'll hear Aiden's finally, we'll get to it, the Yumi build of the century. We'll do a little bi-weekly about some common misused slash they've lost their meaning league terms. Um, and then we'll talk about competitive league section. Uh, and then move into mail fight. Uh, sorry, roundtable and mail fight. Aiden, tell us about your past two weeks, buddy. Uh, so I had two ranked sessions in the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, ranked session one, I went one win, five losses, which was <laughs> it was all right. Um, no, like I mean, I, I'm I, dude, I'm so fucking zen about rank now. Um, out of those like one win, five losses, like. I think there was two games which I was a little fucking sad bears about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was like my jungler DC'd at the 30 minute mark for five minutes. Um, yeah. And the game ended at 37 minutes. Um, <laughs> so that Ooh. one was like a little bit sad. And the other one I was sad about was, um, so I'm getting to the ELO now, like fucking <laughs> G, like low GM games yeah. where I think having chat on is, I keep it on until someone's mean and then I turn mm-hmm. it off. Um, and I, like, I think it's like super important to communicate with people. I, think this, I had this fucking just, just gross like 40 minute like slobber knocker of a game um and guess what i didn't get to be able to type the entire game because at a minute two uh our caitlin <laughs> goes man i hate laning versus caitlin i go yeah heimer sorry again i i hate laning versus heimerdinger and i go yeah uh heimerdinger um whatever the fucking ad carry was that lane is cancer auto mute yeah <laughs> Chat is off and i'm like oh and i understand why they like want to have that auto muted dude but i i uh, like I know it sounds fucking crazy. I think I lost the game because I didn't have fucking chat on. <laughs> it was so close for a fucking forty minute game, man. Yeah. Uh, so I was only sad about those two. But um, then today I played a bunch. Um, I played eight. No, I played nine games maybe. And I went five wins, four losses, which means I went up uh, like forty points or something or fifty points because my MMR is a little mm-hmm. cracked. Um, one of my losses was to, uh, playing against Double Lift. Um, who we fucking like seven man ganked four times, made him lose lane, and then he still did the most damage in the game. Yeah, <laughs> turns out really players good are the game, good. Yeah, <laughs> um, funny. Yeah, no, that game is a little sad, but um, overall I'm just having fun. I, I I definitely think I still think top lane overall is weak, but you're you're kind of just dealt like the hand that you are like so you have to play with it so i uh, either i can fucking play a different role and fucking i, I was gonna use mana like like uh 
just adapt you know what i mean or uh, i can just play you know what i mean like there's yeah. there's upsides and downsides to top lane the fact is i can play like shit and still win games as top lane and i think that's a very cool thing to have mm-hmm. <laughs> or if i'm a fucking jungle man dude if i fucking play like shit in a game i lose that game 90 percent of the time that's so funny that's but, what you uh, think it, there there are plenty of junglers that you can just get carried it's just you i gotta, just think you it's, gotta know how to play it i just think it's very rare to like and i know i'm only looking at scoreline if you click on it like my last i, I have 50, 40 44 games this season i bet you if you click on every single one of those the jungler is probably a top two like scoreline on the winning team in 40 of them mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> just really hard to like argue against the strength of any role that has access to every lane all the time from like minute two probably two and a half yeah and like i i definitely agree with that i just feel like there is a not so uncommon world where you can as a jungler literally just power farm and not gank and win that game um yeah and like that is a bad jungler in most cases not somebody who like recognized that as a win con and like did Mm -hmm. what they had to to stop their allies from getting ganked but like you know, th- there there are plenty of times. Again, I'm not saying it's like every game or probably every other. Maybe it's like 20 percent of the time, but like that a jungler can just get away with like power farming, doing nothing, and just like winning the game because the other jungler tried to force ganks that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. like um, it's one of those way, things. Way less where, uh, I, I pers- way less I, common than in top lane. Though. I personally Agreed. just don't like the meta right now. I'm still enjoying league overall. I think league overall is fun. I just think the meta, like especially the higher level you get, is fucking dude silas is like the most picked jungler because he one camp into gank like mm-hmm. it's crazy it's, it it's is just insane. yeah and he does obscene damage yeah it's fucking crazy it's like uh, i don't know every single game it's like you're one of the jungler each jungler will just level two or level three like two or three camp just gank mid or top or bottom and hopefully they don't get kills <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like silas is in in, in a similar spot to Echo, and we've had this conversation on the show where, like, you cannot reliably hit Echo Ultimate, so he's got enough damage and all of his other abilities to, like, still 100 to 0 you as an assassin. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I feel like they did the same thing with Silas because, like, maybe the enemy picked five champions that he can't steal a good ultimate from. And, like, he can just 100 to 0 you regardless of the fact that he can also have Ash ult on, like, a 30-second cooldown. And it does I, infinite fucking damage because, like, yeah, when I yeah. am as Tom Kench, like, I spit him out and I do 300. When he eats me as Silas, he spits me out and does 800. <laughs> yeah, right, where it's, like, he, he can still 100 to 0 anything without using someone's ultimate, but he also uses most people's ultimates better than they do, which I is, do like... Think- yeah, the scaling is a bit a bit wonky on uh, on yeah. some things. Mm-hmm. I think Silas is a little a little cracked, but I don't play that character. I play Maokai. <laughs> Either way, like at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still enjoying ranked enough to like be playing it. I want to hit mastered here. I'm one game away again. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't go on another fucking lost streak. Um, and like also, I just want to like. I, I feel like I'm starting to create this fucking top lane is a uh, big pussy weak bitch lane narrative. I agree. Yeah. I th- actually agree. Mm-hmm. And I do want to like stop that because I, I do think well I, I do think it's like overall like low impact. That being said, I think there's fucking four OP top laners in the game right now. Like mm-hmm. four like actually like OP broken top laners. Jax, Fiora, Gangplank, and Cassante are like 
the best characters in the game. Um, so it, I, I'm just saying that I don't play those characters. I only play tanks. I think tanks are the weakest of the top t- yes. type characters. And therefore, by playing a low tier, if you look at any fucking top winners tier, let's spend fucking Tom Kench's C or D tier for a reason. Um, by playing this and playing tanks, which I think are weaker, I think I am influencing my opinion on the lane when in theory I could be playing other shit and doing better. And I have mm-hmm. been talking about it in the Discord a little bit. You can change your play style to play whatever's meta. Like, if you're an assassin player and it's not an assassin meta, you play mages. That's what mid laners do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I've started playing Quinn as, like, my backup, and I think she's fucking super sick because she's a oppressive 1-6 to six character, and then she's a roamer, and I think roaming's just really good. I'm just saying that I don't want to make it, like, the, oh, woe is me, I'm a top laner and I can't win games, um, when in, in reality, I'm very much holding myself back by the stuff I play. So I just want I, to like yeah. make that clear because I don't want other people to like start being like, oh yeah, top lane is shit. <laughs> I super agree because I do think that is like becoming perpetuated in specifically in our Discord where like if, if you're a top laner and the game isn't like super easy for you, you just complain about the the strength of your role instead of like trying to actually improve and adjust and, and things like that. Um, and like, I, I don't disagree that top laners have the lowest impact. I it, There are certainly more than a handful of games in which like, oh, the game is over before I have a chance to get out of lane and into the map. And I understand that. But the other side of that is like, oh, you turbo into lane to the jacks and now he legitimately 1v9s. Because like mm-hmm. that is that is what the role can do once it's given the resources and has a lead outside of lane. Like you get to be tanky and deal a lot of damage. If you have a lead that you, you know, fair enough generated yourself, um, and, and the rest of the lane isn't like or the rest of the game isn't super, super lost for you. Um and it is really funny to see these to see some players, I will say complain about the strength of the role and then have you know zero games on jack zero games on fioro when she's op things like that which uh is always like kind of funny to me yeah yeah and, and like we've again we've had that conversation before where like part of the conversation about how a role feels or a position or even like at times items like a lot of that comes down to like the bias of who you play and how you play them. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Where it's like, you know, when, when people were saying like tanks are too tanky as 80 carries and it's like, yeah, well you didn't build LDR or blade of the rune King. Like, of, of course that, that fucking set top is going to feel too tanky when you're a two item gin and you have gale force rapid fire. Yeah, training, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that, that's just how it is. Um, and, and again, you know, I think Aiden pointed out that, that that context really well in his own gameplay where it's like, yeah, top lane can feel really low impact when you're playing a low impact tank, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, as opposed I mean, it's the same to thing if, you, right, if, like, if you're a fucking 80 assassin main right now, I'm sure you feel similar, right? Yeah, um, for sure. Or if you're a, a mage support player, I, I was out of Lux, like you're probably feeling similar. I'm just saying that like. I think we are in a position where we say a lot of things and some people will parrot those things, especially if they're said a bunch, which I think I've been saying this a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that there is something to, I, I very much believe that all three of us have some level of like rounded likeness that uh, we're aware that when you, when you say, 
fucking loser's cube you don't actually think loser's cube is yeah, like yeah. really you just are upset that you lost a bunch of games and it, the game feels pointless sometimes right when i say top lane fucking sucks i'm never gonna play this dog shit role i'm lane swapping <laughs> i don't actually think top lane is like mm-hmm. the weakest role i very obviously know that there's strong things about it it's just the current way that i'm playing the game makes me feel like i'm not impactful yeah exactly which mm-hmm. is like those... is likely true mm-hmm. yeah yeah and a lot of times again those are expressions of how one feels not necessarily like what one thinks when they actually like analyze and are trying to come to a legitimate conclusion you know right like you, you'll say something like game was unwinnable it's like well obviously it, there there were potentials to win but like it, it felt unwinnable to me at that time mm-hmm. which again like you know obviously you're not gonna clarify every statement that much but it is easy to have people hear game is unwinnable and then take that and use that and apply it to themselves without like understanding the background boy i wish we were later on in the show um where -hmm. we could transition this into the bi-weekly because i think this is like (laughs) this is a perfect tangent you know uh, yeah we'll, we'll fucking people. put a pin in it um, yeah just yeah. To, just to finish up my weeks i, I kind of dragged on there it was a good discussion but um uh, i just wanted to say that i also played through uh, all of detroit become human this week <laughs> um and uh-huh. dude that game is actually good like i very much like so i i the only other david cage game i played was heavy rain which both nick and i have a love-hate relationship with because it's fucking bad but also fun yeah um and dude when i saw fucking detroit become human i'm like holy shit this is the most fucking david cage campy Mm -hmm. ass fucking on the nose writing um i saw my favorite one of my favorite clips of all time of the game is like the clip of the the two twitch streamers and they're trying to like justify how they're like the twitch donation it's like hey do you guys feel like the the slavery overtones of like uh like like black slavery in america is like too on the nose in this game and they're like well i don't even think this game's really about slavery and yada 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 and then the the fucking woman in like the pause screen goes did you know that detroit was the uh center of the underground railroad the last stop on the underground railroad <laughs> or, yeah, yeah or whatever <laughs> it's like it, it's like holy fuck but honestly the game really is too much about no that, no no it's way, super which... super good what, what can you um the game's been on for a while so i don't give a fuck about spoilers if you don't want that game spoiled for you i guess skip ahead like 10 just seconds. 30 seconds or so what what route did you pick for each of the characters uh... Uh, so I, I got Kara killed near the end because um, oh. I'm fucking bad and I failed a QTE. Um, and then uh, Connor and uh, Marcus kind of just like had very good endings. I, I tried to befriend Hank as much as I could with, uh, yeah. with uh, Connor because I like Hank a lot. Were you able to successfully like become his friend? at the? There's like one prompt that I don't know if you got to in your like one choice one route i'll say that i i'm not sure if you reached that and i don't want to spoil it because i think it is like one of the one of the better like scenes in the in the game um i don't think so then like nothing was like super crazy but okay. I, I fucking love the game though like it, it was it was like it was i think i went into it with a very low expectation but holy fuck it was good <laughs> no it's a great game it's definitely the best david cage game um and i would i'll you know what i'll be kind to david cage and say it's it's a good game I thought it was going to be like fucking on the nose. Yeah. Like this is just a fucking modern day slavery, uh, like fucking weird analogy, mm-hmm. but no, it's, it's really not. It's actually yeah, just good. It is. Yeah. There's, I mean, do you care about the, the other routes or no, go for it? Yeah. So the one I was referring to is um, if you, I guess become deviant enough, I think by befriending Hank, um, they send another Connor out and it does the classic oh, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah, Connor yeah. is it? 
yeah yeah <laughs> so um, I, I did i did get to that point but i uh fucking chose to like uh free all of them so i didn't get that and we watched a bunch of cutscenes after though but i didn't see oh that okay okay yeah, yeah 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 um did you get to uh have marcus <laughs> and uh connor fucking duke it out in the center i saw of that the, i didn't do it no, oh it's so cool dude, that came, like, dude so kennedy and i whenever we like finish a story game like that we go oh but let's watch all like the extra yeah, cutscenes yeah, yeah. on the dude we were like i searched um detroit become human endings it's four and a half hours of fucking yeah, different ways that characters can die and shit. Mm-hmm. yeah um very very cool i so some of my my favorite youtubers of all time who no longer make content did one of their one of their last like pieces of content was them playing the game and then them playing the game twice uh, them playing the game again trying to get to certain endings um and they each played as a different character uh and in their second playthrough they had to do like qte events against each other and it's just like one of the funniest pieces of content where like one of them is trying to kill the other and the other is just trying to stay alive yeah uh it's, it's very good uh definitely recommend it if you're not going to play the game like watching it it's, it's definitely fun cool sorry that's your your week's going on for a long time buddy yeah sorry about that how, <laughs> how dare you do things <laughs> yeah cool uh anything else aiden oh that's all thank you all right <laughs> you're welcome uh colton how's your week uh yeah my week's pretty good uh played some ranked i'm pretty much net neutral um i've been one game away from d3 several times now and i'm still sitting there but my win rate is one game over 50 percent, which is uh, a good feeling for someone who is perennially like a 48 percent win rate mm-hmm. player always always playing catch-up <laughs> yeah yeah um me too <laughs> i've been playing a lot of support and jungle uh played a lot. I, I basically picked up rel this week um i think the character is super super good um i've got 60 percent win rate over 20 games on the character uh i i don't understand well i mean i understand why more people don't play her but jesus christ she's so good especially with like any ad carry that can do things levels like one through three um which is interesting because i think her best character is samira like her best ad carry and i think samira's ass cheeks before level six um yes but i I feel like she also has like the benefit of like she's ass cheeks before six unless she gets to proc her passive twice in a fight Mm mm-hmm Right. Yeah, she just like, like makes her good. I would say super support dependent, and I guess some yeah. uh, um, Rel as a support is pretty. Like oh, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna go so now. Good. So yeah, it's it's super good at enabling Samira, and if like mm-hmm. if you're playing Samira at a decently high level, it's it's like again it's super free because you literally have point and click dash on the carry. And then Rel gets to just stun yeah. them and then jump on them while you knock them in the air for longer. I guess I, man, I'm giga low IQ. I, I never thought about Samira starting the the combo, you know? Yeah, right. It's, but I feel like that's like, definitely the right answer. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Rel. Uh, I think she's, again, super, super good. Uh, it, it does feel awful if you miss the W jump in, but it, it should for a character who's that yeah. strong when they do hit it. Um, outside of that, we played a little bit of flex games. I played, uh, 
trying to think. I played a couple games with. I think you played support or mid for those, right? I think it was jungle. Yeah, you were jungle. Um, oh, we played against some you really played mid in the first really session, good... then jungle in the second session. God, we played against really good flex players. Yeah, just ate our ate our butts twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that's about it for League of Legends. I know there is something that I had wanted to talk about that I've now forgotten. So I'll just kind of leave it at that and, and unless it comes back up and hand it over to nick that's okay you can put a pin in that too and if you if it comes up you know that's that's cool um my week has been pretty good uh i played i would say decent number of ranked games um i think i'm negative i'm losing a lot guys my win rate's pretty pretty poopy early in the season but my games You're are still, still playing above like where you like where you ended though like you know yeah yeah it is that weird thing where like you're getting (laughs) you having a 50 percent win rate means you'll climb really fast still um Mm -hmm. you having like a 30 percent win rate means you'll like stay even or so um but man it feels bad when you have like a 30 percent win rate but like you're just sitting in the same elo just getting fucking piss stomped just like Mm -hmm. waiting for my mr to 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 drop it's like i know i'm not good enough to be double lift (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly exactly Yeah, so you, your LP gains are still pretty good, which I, I'm having the opposite issue of. My last two games were minus 20, plus 15. Uh, yeah, mine are, I would say, like, plus 23, minus 12, I think. Oh, that's, um, sound, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I it's super nice. I am currently uh, about 320 LP lower than I finished. Um and, and and losing a lot of games so it's uh it's not all it's not all you know roses over here but we'll uh we'll find our our path i'm still having fun with bard i think he's probably like the most fun support you just do whatever the fuck you want build whatever items you want doesn't matter mm-hmm. um and then hit like one skill shot and then the game's over so that's fun um but otherwise oh i played a lot of my smurf just having a good time with uh with trevor we uh we played a bunch won a bunch of games so um other than that i mean i think that's it so yeah. we can we can get on the show we're already pretty far in um shout out to uh alice for alice alice s um our newest patron thank you for supporting us hell yeah um yeah do you want to tell us about lee cast news aiden there's almost no league cast news. Uh, I guess the only thing that you, you kind of touched on last week, which I appreciated because we got some new people, is um, pretty well every single Thursday night I've been doing community games. And yeah. we continue to do them every Thursday night. They're a little bit late. They're starting at 10 p.m. EST. Um, but I do them every single Thursday. And I'm going to hopefully continue to do them every single Thursday as like a oh, consistent yeah. day. And um, this is the hot new offer, uh, local singles in your area. Um, if you are new to community games, you've never played in a community game before, I recognize you as a new name. I will make sure you get in that first game that you show up. If you show up and you're in this court, someone else will step out one game and they will let you play the first game no matter what. Hell yeah. That's awesome. So So no wait. Yeah. So if you're new, come play. Unless if you're not new, also come play. I'm going to take your spot. Yeah. Colton Colton does get prio. Kick out somebody who's new so that I can play. (laughs) Yeah. Colton does get prio, so... (laughs) uh awesome thank you let's let's jump into the patch then patch 13.3 have they fixed this yet everything was like misspelled it's fucking so funny oh was it i have not seen 
Um, yeah, so Annie's in nurse when she, it actually buffs to her. Um, oh. Like a bunch of stuff's misspelled. Some like Nautilus, for example. If you, I think, unless they've changed it, let me check really quick. Um, uh, yeah, his mana cost of his, his W is down from ten seconds to six seconds. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's like they just didn't have anyone proofread this. It's crazy. That's it's like they just fucking like Chat GPT it, right? <laughs> Dude, it's like ten of these changes like that. But uh, we'll do our oh, best to yikes. make uh, some of them clear. Yeah, and if they don't make sense, it's not because we have no idea what we're talking about or can't read it all. Um, yeah, it's you know it's Riot's fault as usual. Oh, also the patch is coming out Thursday because like they're still working through the social engineering attack thing, so it'll come out Thursday morning. Poggers, um, awesome. First up, I guess we'll just get right into the beefy part of it. Aurelian Soul gameplay uh, update abilities adjusted so this is the uh the huge like uh mid scope i I guess uh, just gameplay rework probably um for aurelian soul very very exciting core gameplay update oh true i was trying to make that work in my head as i was talking and it just wasn't happening um so this is awesome they released a uh like a trailer for it a teaser or whatever like whatever Mm -hmm. it's called and it's like one of the very coolest like cinematics that that I think Riot's put out for a character. Um, definitely would recommend checking that out. Um, so first up, uh, we are going to talk about his passive. Um, his damaging abilities break down enemies into Stardust, which improve his abilities. Uh, so think Victor passive, Syndra passive, things like that that scale with uh, game time. And I think this is like, it sounds like it's just damage dealt will increase mm-hmm. it, kind of like a... Um, elementalist lux if you guys uh, have played that um so his yeah. q is breath of light it's a pretty short cooldown spell he breathes starfire dealing da- uh, dealing magic damage per second to the first enemy hit and half the damage to surrounding enemies each full second of breath on the same enemy deals a burst of magic damage uh scaling with max health and it absorbs one stardust if they're a champion the range is 750 to 920 scaling with level uh, I guess the range scales with level, sorry. And the percent damage deals a max of 300 bonus damage against jungle monsters. So potential for the jungle soul, maybe? Question mark? Um, I think I they think said they're not against it. Oh, okay. I was going to say maybe that's to stop it by just capping it pretty... But I guess, yeah, it's a pretty high... Well, it's, it's burst like though. per second, right? Yeah. Each each yeah, the... full second. So it, it, it could do a lot of damage to, to jungle monsters. The lead developer yeah. pretty well said, like, hey, we didn't have time to, like, try to make him work for jungle, but we're, like, open to him being a yeah. jungle mm-hmm. secondary. So, super cool. Huh. Um, his W is Astral Flight. It's just kind of like his uh, his old flight, um, except it has... Um, uh, he flies in a direction. His Q has no cooldown while he's flying, no maximum channel duration, uh, and its flat damage is increased by a percentage. Takedowns on champions uh, within three in, uh, three seconds of damaging them refunds 90% of this ability's cooldown. Casting your Q while flying reduces flight speed, uh, and flight speed is, uh, I think, your base movement, um, and then double that. Um, double your yeah, total. It's, it's a much shorter distance is, like, the main thing. So think yeah, of like it's supposed flight, to be... But a much, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed harder. to be used like in combat uh, as you're like fighting people. I don't think it gets yeah. canceled with damage either, which is kind of nice. It doesn't look um, like it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his E is singularity. He summons a black hole dealing magic damage and dragging enemies towards the center for five seconds. Uh, enemies in the center below uh, a certain percentage of max health die instantly. 
The black hole absorbs stardust when enemies die within it, and each second an enemy champion is inside of it. Uh, the range scales with level, and it matches your Breath of Light queue. Uh, minions and jungle monsters inside will have zero movement speed uh, it uh, absorbs one stardust per second from champions stardust absorbs from units oh and then there's a breakdown for um the amount of stardust absorbed per unit it's kind of uh, wild that they just gave him collector on his e yeah it is kind of insane <laughs> they just gave him better collector on his e. he is gonna probably be like slightly tanky like tanky like bruiser because he has two uh percentage health yeah abilities, which is mm-hmm. cool yeah, which is nice. I think um, for how they're doing it too, where he sort of needs to be up front and center with enemies, like it's it's probably a healthy way to include that. Yeah. Um, where like you can't be glass cannon in within you know six hundred range of a jacks or something like that. Um, yeah. So pretty pretty cool. Uh, and his ultimate probably like the coolest ability in the game, right? It's really um, cool. Yeah. He plucks a star from the heavens and crashes it into the earth, dealing magic damage, stunning enemies for uh, 1.25 seconds, and absorbing Stardust per champion hit. Uh, After you gather 75 Stardust, it transforms it into uh, the Sky's Descend. He drags a constellation's worth of fury down from the cosmos, which is the single coolest sentence ever uttered. Uh, dealing magic damage in a larger area, knocking up enemies hit for 1.25 seconds, and unleashing a massive shockwave that deals magic damage to champions uh, and epic monsters and slows all enemies hit by uh, 75% for one second. So this is like a huge area of effect. Uh, I think they showed that it was like nearly global. So it scales with Stardust, right? Originally, it's pretty... St- like, everything scales with yeah. Stardust. It talked mm-hmm. about it at the beginning. So his Q scales damage with Stardust. His W scales distance traveled with Stardust. His E tra- uh, scales da- uh, execute threshold and area. And his R scales area. By late game, though, his R is, like, three screens big for, like, the second AoE part. So, like, yeah. imagine stealing Baron by crashing a star into mid lane. Like, yeah, super, mm-hmm. super sick. I definitely think it's worth, like watching that video because i feel like they do a good job of showcasing like exactly how powerful he's gonna feel yeah i i do also like the 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 change from base form to upgraded where the duration doesn't go up they just change it to a knockup so tenacity doesn't matter oh that that, is cool that 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 i think is like a really good way to make an ability stronger but not feel oppressive right because like as an 80 carrier, you're getting stunned for 1.25 seconds either way. Mm-hmm. But like the difference between a 1.25 second stun that becomes a 0.5 second stun on tanks versus them actually being knocked up for one and a quarter feels so different. Mm-hmm. And it's it is infuriating to me when like somebody has 50% tenacity and you like try and CC them with your like one second or like three quarter second CC and it feels like it did nothing. Yeah, like I didn't have time to even get an auto attack in. I, while they were I almost feel like this is going to be like a discussion for another time. But I almost feel like tenacity should work kind of like how. Um, oh god, I don't know what it's called in. I, I'm just going to say tenacity works in like WoW, where like if you're hit by the same type of CC, like it, its subsequent applications are reduced in effectiveness um, instead of like all applications, but maybe yeah. for all CC. I don't, I don't know. That's like a something mm-hmm. for a there, different there's time. There's definitely a system that could be mm-hmm. worked there. Or, you know, we, we talked in the, like, unique mechanics yeah. Patreon show about... I, I feel like it'd be sick if they added... If, if they made champion size 
effect knockups and knockbacks mm-hmm. completely separate from tenacity that'd be cool like that'd be cool. Th- this is a fucking 20 ton like chogath with yeah. 10,000 health how how mm-hmm. how does tristana shooting a gun at him <laughs> knock him back a thousand units yeah um obviously there'd be some balance issues that but yeah, yeah. so that's a really insult very very cool mm-hmm. um would recommend like checking out the video again it is like one of the coolest videos they put out in a long time yeah um, i also do cool. really like how they've added this like scaling to control mages that's not just you have good ap ratios so if you get to late game and have a lot of ap You'll You're win. a burst mage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, like I-, I like this more. Like you have to do things to get stacks, and then those stacks are really valuable. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Aurelian. Obviously, more to come on that when he's uh, been, you know, live for a bit, and we actually see how when he's, he's the best there. character or the worst character, and we're not yeah. really sure which one. one of the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, up next, we have Amumu. His Q mana cost is increased. The E base damage has been decreased by 15 at the first Oof. rank and then yeah. scaling down to 5 at max rank. It's going up by 5 at max rank. Oh, it's um, going up by 5 at max rank. Uh, that, that is good to lower his early power a bit, though. I do think this is another reminder of fucking Max Eon Amumu in almost every lane, please God. Mm-hmm. His E is so good. It's really good, especially versus AD Carries. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm not on jungle. I think he's. What do you max on jungle? Does it probably max E? You? No, you max E. Oh, is it E as well? Wow. Okay, yeah, so you max, max E and then fucking Q. all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, because the, the. So, like, in case people don't know, the. Um, the cooldown is reduced by, what, half a second, I think? Yeah. Per, like, auto attack you take. And that includes, like, you know, every single raptor in the raptor camp is reducing it by half a second. Every single minion in the minion wave when you pull aggro is reducing it by half a second. So you get to, you know, tantrum uh, quite a number of times if you if you are able to get some aggro on you. And it reduces the mm. amount of damage you take, so it's not a big deal either. Even yeah. for support, you're doing more yeah, damage exactly. if you like, go Emax most of the time. There's like yeah. some lanes. Like I think Draven's probably one where you probably want to Qmax rather than Emax, but like overall. Yeah, I mean... It- in the vast majority of fights, you will be able to get off two E's, especially if you hit two Q's. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's just going to deal way more damage in the long term, as well as having, like, when you go in on somebody, the minions, you get to basically ignore them because mm-hmm. you just ignore, like, 10, 12 damage. Yeah. Cool, um, cool. So yeah, um, Amumu. Next is Annie. Passive now fully charged on spawn. E-shield uh, strength is increased. Cooldown is decreased. The retaliation damage and conditions are adjusted. And our Tibber's health, armor, magicers, and movement speed are all increased. The coolest thing about these changes is that her Tibber's um, gets AP scaling for the health, which is kind of crazy. So Tibber's is going to never die late game. He's um, going to be beefy. And is, then armor also gets AP scaling as well. It's fucking actually insane. It's really, really good. I, you know, I thought these changes were already like in the game because i think they talked about him a while ago mm-hmm. um but i think this sort of like pushes annie into more of a um support role i feel like yeah kind of like she I mean, the fact be. that you can start w now you don't have to fucking charge it in base or you can start q and you'll have yeah like, exactly uh, you can start for, q mm-hmm. that's so yeah. good or even just like late game team fights where it's like you die and you res and your tibbers is back up but you have to like ew and and pray to find yeah. an into q a couple times mm-hmm. To be able to yeah. get your ult off, that's, Very that's cool. so good quality And, of and just how it should work, because I feel like for other characters who kind of function similarly, they already do that. So, 
I, Dick, you want I to talk about your character? Now with this, I'd love this... to talk about my character. Sorry, I, I, I just, mean to cut you sorry. off. <laughs> You're good. I just I want to do a team comp at some point with you guys, uh, probably in a normal, because I don't think it's actually super good. But like with how tanky Tibbers is with this, I want to play Annie Ivern Yorick, and you just <laughs> send in Daisy Tibbers the in the maidens. And they just win because they've got like 12,000 health between the three of That's them so and funny. like all the shielding. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has like a viable pet that they can summon that would yeah. be part of that comp. Maybe Shaco. I don't know. Maybe Shaco. Maybe, yeah. But maybe. I, just, I think that would be so funny where like the enemy team is just like you're doing the Baron and all three of your pets are just sitting in the corridor stopping them. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jarvan, tell us about him, Nick. <sighs> Guys, it's over. His W is no longer a meme, a meme ability. It's kind of good now. Um, so he's getting a little bit of bonus armor, uh, a base armor. Sorry, his W. The cooldown is being lowered. Uh, the shield strength now is going to scale with bonus attack damage, uh, and the shield duration is down by a second. It's actually a really, really good ability now, <laughs> and I think it yeah. kind of pushes him into that mm-hmm. like bruiser archetype that i think is much more fun to watch you know the gore drinker maybe stride breaker if you if you want to um versus like the just the full tank i'm gonna cc you and then just stuck in here with you sort of uh play style yeah so yeah. cool um up next Cassante base health increase that's a buff uh-oh uh q knockup and stun duration decreased w minimum stun duration decreased our bonus resistance loss is increased so lots of lots of nerfs for him it's like good (laughs) Mm -hmm. in in compensation for like a hundred more hp at level 18 he lost a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah he's uh he, he seems unkillable at two items yeah uh, too <laughs> yeah i may be at one item i don't know it depends on the it depends on the character I'm, yeah he's i'm very happy strong. to see cassante nerfs me too yeah. i'm, I'm me sure too. trevor's not he's a cassante what about some main now cassada nerfs though his e base damage is down his cooldown reduction from nearby ally cast is decreased and his r base damage is decreased and the bonus damage per stack is decreased that's a lot of cassada nerfs a lot of cassada nerfs who would have thought that increasing his uh, e cooldown by three seconds is was not enough <laughs> yeah so cool cool Kale's up next passive uh bonus move speed is increased the e on hit scaling is increased and the missing health damage is increased so some buffs for kale i'm i'm surprised they didn't go through with the uh the old changes that we discussed they, they, they uh all like the visual and stuff take like a while so they said they mm, want to do that but the, currently they're going to buffer this way until then that's kind of nice i like that up next, we've got Kane. The passive Shadow Assassin damage has been increased, Uh-oh. and QAD scaling is increased. Uh, this is only for Shadow form buffs, which is Blue Kane. Yeah, buff to, it's a buff to Aiden. <laughs> I'm Blue Kane only player still. Still, you, never you played, played one Kane. though, right? I still never played Red Kane. Mm, I thought you played one. I don't okay. know if I've ever played Blue Kane. Oh, dude, we're like fucking. We're like I, I, it's I like play good it's like you guys play. are Kane together. Yeah, true. Or Dante and Virgil, whatever. Yeah, 
or Mario and Luigi. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's us. Uh, next is LeBlanc. Uh, mana regen and mana regen growth increase. Q mana cost now flat at all ranks. R cooldown decreased early. I think that R cooldown is the only one that really matters here. Um, 10 seconds off at early is like kind of nice, actually. Poggers. Um, this is the biggest changes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, are we on Leeson, right? Yeah. Sorry, Leeson, QAD ratio is increased, E base damage is decreased, and the slow is increased. Um, so just just this is the first um like uh typo here. So E is now total bonus uh, bonus uh, total AD, not um. So it's not like a fucking they're not nerfing it from 100 yeah. damage to 35. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say okay, so yeah, they they dropped 65 base damage off of it. In compensation, it is not just bonus AD; it's total AD. So realistically, the it's it's basically a, a net neutral. It's probably like a slight nerf early, and then probably a buff later. Yeah, because hmm. yeah, I mean, your base AD even at level one is going to be like 50, 60. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the sin. Up next, we've got Trundle. W cooldown <laughs> decreased at all ranks. Um, and they he's discovered his passion for dancing. Uh, his dance speed now scales with crazy. Uh, so they took two flat seconds off of his W, um, which with haste seems like that's going to be almost a hundred percent uptime. Yeah, Oof. it's a buff. It is a buff to Aram Trundle. I might have to play a little a little Trundle. It's a buff to Nick's Aram Trundle. Shoes. Um, next Hell is yeah. Zach. His WAP scaling is decreased. His EAP scaling is decreased. Um, this is probably needed. Um, that being said, like the higher ELO you get, the less Zach's build AP on him. Uh, it's very much just like virtue into tank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this is still at, nice at for like most, most players. demonic. Nobody goes more than just demonic. If, if yeah, yeah, cool. Um, the the last the change to Trundle's dance reminded me since I started playing Rel. Uh, she's got some really good spammable emotes. Does she? V- very fun. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I'll, I'll have to show you when we, at some point, play Samira Rel. Yeah. It's it's so fun spamming her emotes in lane <laughs> and just like waiting for your moment to go in and kill the opponents again. Hell yeah. Uh, um, we talk about Radiant Virtue. Yeah, really let's quick. do it. Yeah, tell us. So they're reworking Radiant Virtue. It is probably the best mythic in the game, even though it's super underbuilt still. Uh, at like lower result levels of play, at least it's like built fucking four to five times a game, fucking higher or low. Um, <laughs> so they're increasing cost by two hundred gold. They're increasing the cooldown from sixty to ninety. They're making it so the maximum health gained is going up by five percent. The total healing is going up uh, to twelve percent um, from eight to sixteen scaling. Um, and then the ability haste AOE is being removed. Um, so Freak talked about this a bunch. They're trying to make it nerfed, but also be more of like a tank item. Um, my, my issue with all these changes is that Freak also said that he wants to make it so it's going to be an active item. And he also wants to make it so it has like a like like a, like a lifeline type trigger at 15% mm-hmm. HP if you don't use it. So my issue is that I think this item is fucking dog shit right now because they're nerfing a bunch about it making it 200 gold more expensive uh, whatever but if the changes go through where you can where it's a fucking active i think it's the fucking best mythic in the game and the fact that like this oh it makes me so mad the fact that like that can be a change that hey we're trying to get this to work and it changes that from being a fucking terrible maybe not terrible item a very average item to being the best item in the game is fucking crazy to me 
Yeah, it's kind of insane. Like, I, I, I think they're totally missing the mark. It's not, I, I don't think it's about the uptime. I think it's just about the strength of the effect, like, by itself. So to sort of make the, uh, like, make the, a- increase the strength of the effect versus, like, um, increasing the cooldown, like, by itself is, uh, it's just really weird. It's really The difference weird. between it being yeah. an active and a fucking passive is fucking crazy, though. Like, let's just say to- I'm playing Tom Edge. I, I, that's my character I know, like, right? Yeah. It activates when I eat an ally. So I have to eat an ally out of someone, and then it's really, really good because I eat them up and they heal out. Mm-hmm. Imagine I don't have to eat them out of it, and I can just fucking activate it. I get a huge AoE pulsing heal. It's like, oh, dude, it changes how you can play fights so much. It's actually just, it, it, it's so, the power level of this item goes from like S tier to like B tier based on if it you, you can act you can manually activate it or not. Mm, yeah. yeah, and I think that it, it, it really is very dependent on champions. I feel like, there are are definitely some characters who like it triggering with their ultimate makes perfect sense and that's always when you would use it there are others where this is a huge buff to them but i don't think there's really any case where it right there literally can't be a case where it's weaker because you can just always press the active and your ultimate at the same time Mm -hmm. um you know the fact that it's just an active cooldown also i think is a pretty significant buff to characters who do have long ultimates. Like I think Shen is a particularly bad user of Radiant Virtue currently because his four minute cooldown are, you know, versus one minute cooldown Virtue. Mm-hmm. But in this Cold. case, like, it, 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 I do agree overall the idea. That being said, is it, is it my his favorite best mythic? <laughs> it's not. I, I think Iceborne and Jack Show are both really good on him, and Heart Seal is also fine on him. But that being said, there's fights, Colton, where you just group on your AD carry, like your AD carry is mm-hmm. fed, you group on him, and then you ult him in melee range. So he get yeah, he gets bursted, you give him a fucking 800 yeah. health shield, and you're giving him AOE pulsing heals. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, but yeah, right. Like, I think the, the point was more, and like you said, like, it's, it's yeah, the cool down. Down. Um, plus like with item haste, you can that now get it very low. And, and there are other characters like, you know, Udir, who definitely doesn't want to use it anytime he uses an empowered stance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like that's, that's very frustrating. So I, I get why those changes there. And I think overall, that's a good change for the item. Again, it's just a matter of seeing if they balance it appropriately. One thing I do have to say about this, though, is if they add the fucking lifeline thing to this item and they don't put it on locket, I'm gonna scream. Yeah. If you if you give this like active item, but if you forget to use it, we'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like then do that on any other active item that could potentially save you. Yeah. And, like. I think Freak talked about it really interestingly too, Colton. So he's he's trying he's gonna make it he wants to make it fifteen percent. So all other lifelines in the game are thirty percent. So the idea was, um, and I think Locket's a perfect example of this, is it being at fifteen percent is a hey, you're not getting fucked by not having your item being used. That being said, you're gonna be using it at a suboptimal time because you yeah. should be using it at a higher HP, which I think mm-hmm. is a really cool idea and um mm-hmm. it gives added power back to it. It doesn't feel like it's like playing the game for you by any means. Um but it doesn't make you just like get fucked by like not using it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I hope that if they do add that, they they take a look at some other active items and give them that that same quality of life. Where I think locket, you could do it. I think redemption, obviously, since you can cast it after you're dead, there's an argument to not mm-hmm. say like if you're at five percent health, it just like self casts around your mm-hmm. team fight. Yeah. But I I do also think that like 
that would be a really nice quality of life buff for you know lower skill players who forget to use their active items and they're like man i i see like xp2 always goes like second item redemption where like at some point that was a super common thing for like olaf so it's like they would yeah. get like second item redemption and it's like yes if you use it properly it's super good if you forget to use it it's dog shit like adding some of that to say like okay hey we're gonna use your mikhail's at, at like five percent health if you haven't used it yet yeah again you know there's gonna be some players who are like well i was gonna use it at at three and a half percent health and it casted for me and it made me lose the fight but it's like those those cases are so fringe yeah for sure yeah i agree yeah cool, um, cool. yeah so that's radiant virtue up next we've got unbroke wave change uh they're increasing the cooldown and it doesn't want to hit traps anymore and if you're, if you're ranged, ranged yeah user... no that's for everyone it, it's the one hit hits if you're melee wards wards you one hit if you're oh, melee sorry. two hit if you're so yeah so your auto attacks count is three against wards if you're melee two if you're ranged so regular wards are two hits for ranged as well as uh control wards are two hits for ranged but regular wards are one hit for melee control wards are two hits for melee um and then traps so like Jin e timo yeah. trap nidalee all of those are now no longer instantly popped but you will still see them when the passive goes off hey 80 carry supports were kind of stupidly good and frustrating let's nerf them yeah, yeah this is a, every single 80 carry support just fucking rushed arm roll <laughs> yeah it's just super cost effective like it's a good it's a good item period just to have um like uh mm -hmm. on your and team if you ever have the misfortune of like going against a team good that mean. has two umbral glaives yeah yeah you just never have any wards ever yeah it's just so difficult to to actually play against that yeah cool um overheal is uh i guess getting it's a buff from level five onwards cool yeah uh, I'll quickly go through these. So they're doing some melee support adjustments. Freak talked about a bunch in his video. Currently, there's too many range supports, too many enchanter supports. He wants to bring it more to like a 50-50 engage uh, enchanter type meta or um, a 75-25 engage support type meta. He thinks mm -hmm. that just like when support when enchanters or range supports are the predominant thing, it's a very boring for competitive play. So he wants it to be either even or more engaged so they're doing so by buffing the shit out of alistar which is kind of cool i think these alistar changes are really cool they're buffing a bunch of his ap ratios and they're also making it so his passive is heal heals Ooh. him a lot but heals his team less um so like he'll get healed up more after like engaging and stuff like that which is cool yeah that is cool i like that part um, of me really wonders if the, if they like i don't i don't think it's going to be enough to make jungle alistar work but part of me really wants Jungle Alistar to work again. Those are good ratios, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.9. Yeah, Those and are again really good with, like, with the strength of like Radiant Demonic, oh, like Alistar would be a good user of Radiant Demonic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, scary. yeah, those, those are the Alistar buffs. Did you... I could just Braum? quickly go through them. Yeah, Braum's yeah. also getting some changes. They're just uh, buffing his um, passive, uh, the cooldown of it. Uh, sorry, what is target immunity? Oh, that's like, so the duration that you can restun them, I'm assuming, yeah, is what that means. Yeah, so you can't yeah. start stacking again. You can now start stacking again a little bit faster. So like Yeah, so before it would be 1-7 uh, 
13, but now it's 1, 6, and 11. So, like, at 11, you can start restacking at 4 seconds. That's actually a huge buff. Um, his Q cooldown is going down, and his W um, bonus armor and magic resist is going up, which is nice. Those are both, like, pretty big changes I, for Braum. Yeah, and I These are good changes. I just don't know if they're, like, going to bring him into viability. I, I mean, it's all could just never be I good for Bra- pro play. Yeah. I, I think Braum is fine at like like i don't think he's like s tier but I, I think he's definitely playable already these buffs are definitely good and i think it's worth noting how big of an impact that change to his passive actually is because like getting it at level 11 versus 13 a lot of players don't realize that for a support that's like six minutes sooner yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like i don't know how valuable that is and for a character who like what does Braum offer you in like a team fight, right? It's it's probably like two Qs and an E in a subpar ultimate. Like I I, I don't know. I think I think this character needs a lot of love, um, and primarily a, a usable ultimate that actually does anything. Um, I do yeah, think okay. giving your eighty carry forty forty now is like pretty crazy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, but quick. that's the ability you max last. So that's I would max it second 18. at this point, though, right? But then you're maxing. Then you're maxing shield Q, last. Q last. Shield no, goes to like shield. shield goes to fifty five percent. I think you oh, like that's actually kind of crazy. I yeah, think that's the damage reduction you ignore goes up as well. Yeah, as it, it goes down. Yeah, exactly. So it's like one of those things where like his W is still probably his worst ability. Maybe you maybe you max it first and just give forty forty. But then like you have a shit Q on a ten second cooldown. <laughs> Or Dude, 40 40 with um 12 percent bonus like that's a lot man that you're giving someone on a eight second cooldown that's kind of yeah. crazy actually yeah yeah especially i mean if maybe that's how you play it now rel bottom and then you just <laughs> use that to buff like your kindred jungle because uh-huh. rel's giving her like plus 20 20 and you have a Taric top laner and then you've lost yeah. the game because you have Wait. zero damage and your kindred died <laughs> no. on an invade no 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 nick, so. nick this is another flex comp we need to play <laughs> well i think i'm gonna be sick that day I think putting my it in the fish books. is gotta go for a walk. Uh, the only uh, I, I, quick quick idea for Braum that I think would be interesting um, to make his ultimate better. What if like the more his E had absorbed, if he casts his ultimate while it's still up, he can then like channel that back in some way. I'm like for more CC or or something. Yeah, right. Like like, like, I'm, like I'm if you for like it. for every you know 200 damage you've absorbed add 0.1 seconds cc or like add range or add speed i think adding Mm -hmm. range or speed would actually probably be better than increasing cc duration yeah it just really sucks that like you want to be close up but the ultimate close up is is cheeks so you want to cast it far but then it's like a really bad ability to cast from far away Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyway um Next cool. is Nautilus. He's Not getting nice. some uh, bonus damage on his passive. His W um, cooldown is going down. The shield strength is going up. And the E damage is going up as well. And the AP ratio. So the E is like actually going. Dude, E being 200 damage plus 50% ratio means like jungle Nautilus might be playable again, honestly. Maybe Remember, Nautilus. his E has bonus monster damage yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's Which crazy. I know, I know Freak had talked about how he doesn't really want like nautilus and alistar to be good in the jungle but <laughs> it, it seems like with these changes obviously they're going to be better in the jungle because they're just better now mm-hmm. um but hopefully they're not like a- oppressive nautilus every fucking game because that is yeah that's so irritating if it's like nautilus and pantheon are the two junglers and they just have like 
guaranteed CC every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, other little changes are Pike's ease damage is going up. Rakan is getting some minor changes to the amount of healing. I think it's good that his Q is going to heal more because before it healed a pitiful amount. Mm-hmm. Um, his damage to his W is going down a little bit, but the AP ratio is going up. Uh, Thresh gets probably the most changes out of everyone. His shield uh, amount per soul is going down, but his Q magic damage is going up, and his E flay damage is I don't I can't see any changes here is who knows <laughs> wait same notes apply here this will result in 0.6 damage per soul apparently he wait, I'm so confused no AP thresh's thresh's AP ratios can be interpreted as 0.8 per soul unless you're going AP thresh oh because he okay wait no, I don't understand it all honestly um, um it, it, I don't. It, it I think that like there, there, so there, there is an AP ratio that I don't think that they actually put there. So it might, yeah, might be, it might yeah. be that it's also plus eighty percent AP. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And Who knows? So, yeah, so some again overall thresh more damage, a little bit less shielding, um, tenacity adjustments. Uh, so they are adjusting it so that all tenacity is now just going to be multiplicative. Um, or wait, I thought that, that tenacity was within the same group will stack multiplicatively, and tenacity from different groups will stack additively. <laughs> what is that? It, so, what is it? Of, so, so uh, basically, items? all of the items. Okay, so merc treads, merc treads, chains, gauntlet, etc. Legends, um, and tenacity, then actives, unflinching. All of that's in one group, so those are all multiplicative. The only ones that are additive and are separate are going to be the like the cl- cleanse items. So right, that's like QSS Silvermere Dawn is the name of that effect. After you you cleanse, you get CC reduction. Um, actual cleanse does that, and then game mode buffs for Earth or Spellbook. The final grouping is uh, the CC reduction brittle from Orn or the bonus CC you get from Garen W specifically. So that's still going to be, you know, separate, which I, I like it being a little different as like a unique champion ability, I guess. Yeah, so the idea is if you guild Merc Treads, Chains, Iceborne Gauntlet, you'll get less of an effect than if you were going to go like Merc Treads, Had Cleanse, and also were Garen. Like that would be a, a, a bigger bonus. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's fair. Uh, so some jungle adjustments are happening. Uh, the treat gold is going down. Experience per jungle camp has been increased slightly. Um, vision, the what is this? This cooldown is being decreased on early stealth ward trinkets. Um, ganking, what do they do here? The turret damage has gone down early. So trying to, um, I feel like that encourages early ganks. Uh, yeah, so it, it, so the idea is that um, overall junglers are going to have less gold. Um, like I think it's like an extra like like 200 less gold in the first 20 minutes of the game for clearing uh, from their things. Um, so in theory, to have the same amount of gold, they'll need to clear more is the idea. Um, okay. But it's not like a huge change by any means. Yes. Okay. So there's that. Uh, they're doing some stuff with Clash, doing some stuff with Competitive. Uh, I don't think that that really makes. 
yeah i'm trying to see if there's anything else kind of relevant in the patch besides the oh nor the normal surrender will be available at 15 minutes like four out of five um i think that's it yeah yeah cool uh and then we've got heart throb caitlin and heart uh god heartache vi i wanted to combine those words somehow they're good skins uh, and yeah. heartache amumu good skins cool let's um, quickly go over my yeah. yumi thing actually let's do a nord really quick yeah we got to do nord <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the show hey yeah patch notes went a little bit long um but hey we're sponsored again by our friends at nordvpn who provide you with the highest quality vpn and encryption services for your internet browsing you can get a really fast connection speed you can connect to vpn servers all over the country or in a bunch of different countries you want to watch that show that's only available in canada but you live in texas like me nordvpn uh you want aiden to not be able to know that you're stalking his solo queue games and constantly refreshing to see if he beat double lift nordvpn my web traffic is protected and he can't see that unless i post about it in the discord um, they've also got some really cool stuff like a password locker, uh, a cloud for your files. Um, all of that is available to our listeners at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. If you use that link, you'll get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, a bonus gift that's totally free, and all of that is going to be completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. We've been singing their praises for a while now. If you haven't uh, taking that step to try out NordVPN, you should do it because they do a really good product. Thanks, Nord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Want to hear about my cool Yumi build that's actually not that cool and it's more goofy and uh, no, I won't take favorite. too much of our time yeah, because uh, we're a little behind. Um, so Yumi's terrible. Uh, in Iron, she's like 40% win rate. In like the highest of high elos where she's supposed to be the best, she's like 44% win rate. She's dead. She's a dead character. Mm -hmm. But what if you do want to play Yumi? Well, Nick, you know when you're playing top lane, you're like, oh, I want to build armor, but I also want magic risk. Oh, but I also need, like, like the frozen heart to slow down their attack speed. But I also need sunfire to clear waves. But I also need um, uh, mm. abyssal mask to lower M MR, right? You need all these things, but you can only build a certain amount, right? Yeah. Well, this is where Yumi comes in. Yumi, but she's an item. Oh, she's so, a little aura bot? I'm playing Tom Kench. I want to build my armor item, right? Or I want to build my magic risk item. Well, I get Yumi to build... I uh, sorry, frozen heart, and then she sits on me, and then I have frozen heart because I have the a I have the AOE effect of frozen heart, right? I want mm -hmm. her. I want. I need Mikhail's. Well, I don't want to build Mikhail's. Mikhail's is an expensive item. Well, I get her to buy Mikhail's, and she sits on me, and she uses it for me, right? I need to wave clear. I don't have the gold for Sunfire. Give me <laughs> by Sunfire. She sits on me. She AOE clears the waves for me. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, man, you get to play your characters, but you get double the items. Hell yeah, that's kind awesome. Of OP. Yumi's gonna jump to 100% win right after this build. I, I just don't see how this is bad. Like, every item that you want to build that you can't afford, she can just build it for you and you just have more items. So. I do forget that Yumi has an infinite money hack, so you, you just get to buy these <laughs> items with no farm in mm -hmm. a solo lane mm -hmm. that you'll never be dove on. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna like uh, drag this on, but uh, we're running a little late. But uh, yeah, build locket on her, then build fucking a bunch of AOE or items, and then sit on someone. He has double the items. So <laughs> yeah, I, I do think, especially for like particular characters, this actually would be a little cracked. Um, yeah. <laughs> like like if you actually like, let's say we're playing like Garen Yumi, like just adding Sunfire to Garen's already damage real good building like, frozen heart for him so he slows it yeah right, like, like around just, it. yeah it, it, the, uh, those items are very valuable there's a reason they're bought a lot um, yeah yeah that being said i liked my uh tank 
yeah grasp fucking uh i, I don't even remember the item the the one where you get permanent health but that just sounds fun yeah um so we have a couple more things to run over through the end of the show um one thing i want to talk about really quick is i want to talk about league terms um i think this is like pretty cool we can talk about lcs next week we can do like even yeah, that. i that's think that's fine. fine um but i think this is a really cool discussion because people in our discord i i think people in the general league community ourselves included misuse terms a lot um we made a little like list of like inting boosting stat check win trading uh, scripting autofilled all these terms don't in my opinion, have much value anymore because people misuse them. I don't know how many people I've, times I've seen someone in their Discord just being like, holy fuck, man, I just played against a booster and it's just someone playing, having a really good game. Or, mm-hmm. man, the, the, I'd say the one that's used the most is inting. Fuck, man, my I can't win any games. My fucking mid laner inted the last three games. No, they, they probably just played poorly. They just yeah. had bad games, right? They weren't boosting. Mm-hmm. This person wasn't boosting. They had a good game. Um, yeah, the one that and, I fucking hate like- the most more than fucking anything. It fucking makes me my blood boil is stat check i i don't think fucking people use stat check know what it means uh, i don't think there's been a stat check character in the game since fucking um like i'm trying to think like what, what, i don't think like, there's like, ever been a stat check character in the game i think that I, I does think, such a disservice to what happens over the course of the entire game that it like it actually frustrates me when people say even think, like trundle is a stat yeah, check character, trundle's you know? probably the closest thing uh i think old tom kench when i used to play him was probably pretty close to that because you could as long as you were right clicking them doesn't matter if you were in the wave doesn't matter if you're hitting abilities you'd win the fight um but there's fuck those characters don't fucking exist anymore man like it I, feels I, like I, people don't know what fucking stat check means the idea of stat check is that if you have certain items or certain stats um uh, in this case if you are fighting someone you win that fight no matter how it goes because your stats are better you're stat checking them right that just doesn't fucking yeah. exist in league and i i, I think it does to a degree but not like nearly as much people want to say like like the idea that because their stats are are so much better there's nothing you can do is bullshit but the idea that there are certain characters that obviously have like better base damages or like do have better base stats and like if you both play poorly they will win yeah yeah sure right like if if i'm playing camille as like poorly as possible and you're playing Jax as poorly as possible, and we just both right-click each other and don't use any abilities, you're going to win that fight. But, like, that's pretty disingenuous way to talk about the balanced state of either of those characters. Is like, well, yeah, if neither of you used any of your abilities right, like, yeah, but people use their abilities, and if you use your abilities wrong, you kind of should lose the fight. But I, I just think that is, like, such an unfair characterization to, like, League of Legends as a whole, where... There, there should never be a scenario in League where the only option is to exist in this 1v1 and do nothing else. And if someone has better stats than you, like, that's it. Or, or pick the, yeah. a simpler character. Like, that is just such a, like, such a simplification of, like, oh, you fought in a minion wave and you, you actually got fucked by range creeps. Like, oh, you were froze on for 20 minutes and, you know, they have a, a CS lead. Like, there, there are so many, like, intricate details that go into League that will never lead to this, like, fighting game, like Super Smash Bros. 1v1. Like, that that just doesn't <laughs> exist in League. And it is, yeah. like, it, like, it actively, like, makes my blood boil when, like, people say that. Because, like, hey, if you have criteria for what makes a stat check a character like we can go down that criteria and i promise you there will be characters that fall in there like hey vane doesn't have a skill shot she has one point and click ability and the rest is nothing 
right? Like, but I think we all can say like Vane is not a an easy character to to, to pilot, um, and, and nor do I think she like stat checks you, right? Like, no, she has yeah. to outplay you. She has to farm up to get to the point where she can one v one you. Like and and to say that even Trundle, like okay, so Trundle's definitely w- closest, right? Like we can agree with that, but I still don't. Think yeah, yeah. I don't know because if he like is by be- far, like the only closest. I can't think of a better example, but like I, well, go ahead, Nick, finish your point. Well, I was just saying, like e- even if you take Trundle, if you take like Trundle versus Garen, right, and they just sit there and right click each other, like never happens in League of Legends, by the way, never the only option, and completely ignores what happened up to that point to get there. To where they can mm-hmm. stat check you, right? If you're zero and twenty, right? I'm just gonna take a super like extreme position on this, and you're it, like, and, and you're playing against a twenty o like perfect counter to your character. You should lose that regardless of like how well you play, right? Because you're in the mm-hmm. scenario which like it, negatively like uh, it, which reduces your power as much as it possibly could, and if you want to take it to draft, right? Like the draft is an important part of league as well, like stop picking characters that get stat checked by stat checked in quotes by other characters yeah i think also a lot of the times what it is is just people not understanding their character or their opponent's limitations or power spikes right where it's like this character is just stat checked it's like no they just beat you at level three you beat them at level seven but you fought at level three and you fought at level four and you fought at level five so when you got to level seven you were down two thousand gold and two levels and that's why they seem like oppressive is because you just played it wrong if Um, you say it it, like it when i hear these terms used like just thrown out for like in it like incorrectly or overused it just makes me think you're coping at not being like good at the game right like if you're you're telling me someone is scripting and you're like (laughs) middle of uh, middle of silver and struggling with a 50 percent win rate like you're not playing in scripters all right You, you just got shit on by someone who's really good at the character and I do want to say there, there is a difference really between, game. yeah, I, I do want to say there's like a difference between people who are maybe not, maybe like actually just misusing it in like a negative way versus just, uh, that's how term, that's how like language evolves, for example. Like I think a lot of people use inting and they oh, yeah, know they're yeah, not for actually sure. intentionally feeding, right? Yeah. Uh, we use the term soft int, um, cause intentionally feeding is like, I've literally had one person intentionally feed all season and yes. it's cause I, mm-hmm. uh, they got mad at me and I said, uh, you suck or something like that. And they sold all their items and ran through top lane until the game was over right and that that's intentionally feeding right um that someone doing poorly or maybe even like playing really bad and it looks like they're like feeding hard that's not intentionally feeding that that's like you could or you could say soft mm-hmm. inting that's a term that you could throw around i but I, I think most people who use inting don't purposely mean it like they don't actually think they're inting. there definitely are some people that, that fucking I, people that post in our discord who were like man i had fucking this many enters and they actually believe it but i would say most people just use it as like a mm-hmm. my teammate didn't do well and that's the term i'm using yeah, but I think right, we like, can move away from shit like that. We we definitely can, and again, right? Like the it, it has changed from its original meaning to describe now someone who's just not doing well. But I think that that's kind of bad because now that term means nothing for actual intentional feeders yeah, who exactly. should be banned, mm-hmm. um, right? Like you know, for example, if I look at my match history, like right, there's a game I went one in ten on Renata. They had a at least support cheese that like roamed and got kills and, and dunked us in lane. Right, like you could call me an inter. Like in reality, what happened? We got dunked in lane. Like we were both trying. We got dunked in lane. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So ma- so matchups know. are so volatile that like there's nothing you can do after you've lost once. 
Yeah. Um, and, and again, right, like that person shouldn't be reported. That person shouldn't be flamed. Um, that's, it just happens and it's frustrating yeah. if that person is you and you have to deal with it. Or it's frustrating if that's an ally on your team and you don't win the game now because that happened. But like... Mm-hmm. Hey, let's be better as a whole. How about that? Yeah, that's the whole thing. I think we should just start using terms properly because it adds more weight to them, right? Like the Mm -hmm. whole boosting, when we had that discussion today where it's like, you didn't get the person that beat you isn't boosting they had a good game sometimes like they actually are boosting but i would say yeah. it's like it's one in a hundred games man yeah uh, and uh, that's one um n- none of these but like another term that we didn't put on the list like bot account like b-o-u-g-h-t yeah. <laughs> i've had so many people tell me it when i have like a bad game like you hundred percent purchased your account and like if if my account is not the most clearly not purchased account, <laughs> like Jesus, if you think that this account was purchased, you are a mm-hmm. insane person. Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, I don't know. And again, uh, scripting, like we mentioned, very very rare. I it definitely I think happened earlier in the game, like seasons like two and three. I think that it was more common. I, I don't think I've seen a scripter in the last, like, five years. I think the last scripter I remember I seeing was a vein in a high diamond ranked game, and it was, like, season eight. Mm-hmm. I legitimately don't think I've ever played against a scripter ever. I, I, I can, for 100% certainty, say that I have, because uh, I found yeah. out at one point that people I used to play with were scripting. Yeah. Um, definitely but, not that often, though. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely not that often. Um, so some other fun terms here that we've added, um, you know, I, I think uh, like you guys, like like win trading is another common one, which like nobody's nobody's fucking win trading below like diamond three. No one's win trading below diamond, below, like below master. grandmaster. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. grandmaster even yeah. People win trade for like challenger because like you can actually queue up to like get into yeah the exactly. Lobbies. No yeah. one's fucking trying to queue snipe your gold lobby and win trading it. Yeah right because just like the the chances that that person's gonna actually be in that same game as you mm-hmm. are astronomically low that it just w- wouldn't work and it's not worth it because you can just purchase a diamond account for twenty dollars. Why would I like have to get into a hundred games to win trade it at that point? It it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one that I know Aiden <laughs> even today is is a, a uh, is someone who did this using the yeah. term auto filled. Um, yeah, being on your secondary role is not being auto filled. It is being yeah. on your secondary role. Now that being said, there definitely yeah. is a huge difference in strength between your primary role and your secondary role for most league players. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, the, uh, the, the, what, what gets me is not so much like how you used it, where it's just like three of my teammates were filled, because I I, I know in that context you're saying not on primary role. Yeah. What what grinds my gears about this one is someone who says. I was auto-filled eight out of my last 10 games because it is physically impossible. If you are auto-filled your next like three games, you can't be auto-filled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's my whole thing is like, I, 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 I 100% like said auto-filled today and uh, it's very much like a, that's how language has evolved. That uh, that's what I immediately think. I, it definitely is way better for like conversation. If I say off-roll um, three of my teammates were off-roll that game. Right. Um, and I, I think it's like absolutely like fine to say, but it's just like, yeah, it's just like, it, God, me saying that three of my teammates are auto filled, just, it, it just makes the conversation less clear because mm-hmm. versus the game where you actually do have three people who are fully playing, not 
like their top two roles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And like the the idea even that like three people could be auto filled, right? So it's like what you had four people on your team queuing mid slash top, and then like one person queuing like mid slash eighty carry. Yeah, we had three people queuing eighty carry as their primary, but then like they got two of them got their secondary role, and one person was actually auto filled. Was yeah. how uh, it actually yeah. worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, there's a lot of terms that whose meanings have changed or deteriorated. And, and I think the, the, the biggest issue with those meanings changes is that the original term loses its meaning, right? Like off role is a useful, valuable term to be able to describe like what happened that game, but because autofield is used, like actual autofield means nothing now, right? Because again, there's a huge difference between a, a jungler main who got support versus a support slash AD carry player who actually got filled in jungle and has no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I guess like my uh, only other thing, I want to try it's like a new little thought experiment. Um, so the, the one that upsets me the most is still stat check, I think. Just because I don't think anyone who's using stat check is like accidentally using it wrong, right? They're not meaning soft inting when they're saying inting. They're not meaning uh, off roll when they're saying uh, auto filled. They're not meaning... Uh, uh, had a good game when they're saying boosting i think they're just like actually just fucking just not using the term at, at all correctly so I, I want this new thing in our discord if someone says stat check i want people to just respond just reply with a, a cactus emoji that's all you do. if someone says stat check you just cactus emoji nothing else you don't need to have a conversation you don't need to be mean about it i just think i just fucking don't want stat check to be a term that's thrown around because i think it's fucking useless i don't think it exists in league of legends just cactus emoji that's our that's our new thing oh yeah that's awesome nice <laughs> all right cool uh i think we're gonna end the show here we'll talk about um competitive we, league round table i can quickly look at the round table oh, i guess not end. yeah take like two minutes um mm-hmm. so last week's question was like the one trick title uh question we had a billion responses by the way i'm really happy with me stealing this one from reddit this week <laughs> um from our twitter pards bay said i would just like the champion title be available for example pards bay i have twilight if i'm a shen main type deal i think that's a fucking great idea that's so easy for them to do too <laughs> um tanera said i mean lissandra currently one tricking her in rank this season so titles would be 100k for frost which 500k for queen of the fraily ward uh, and 1 million for bane of the watchers and those are all great and uh zenia k uh said i'm a Jin main so the virtuoso is a badass one or just slap four on there dude <laughs> your title four would be so sick from our discord large dad said short and sweet for rengar 100k is hunter 500k is trophy collector 1 million is pride stalker uh Shin- shinku uh said i'm like colton i don't have a main but the champion i've been playing the most recently is kassix 100k is uh isolated 500k is evolved 1 million is bugged and then actual urodal said for rumble 100k is demolitionist 500k is mech pilot and 1 million is mecha menace dude mecha menace is sick actually <laughs> um, mecha menace is awesome yeah and then this week's roundtable question is how would you fix the meta if you even think it's wrong you might not think it's wrong at all uh, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong about the meta. Um, I think I'm going to come to terms with top lane needing to have access to Unleash Teleport earlier, which makes bot lane less fun. Um, but I think it's the only way to keep top laners happy, which is an important part of the game. Um, I feel like the meta is pretty good. Um, I would probably change up 
some things to try and stop the one camp into two ganks jungle routes that <laughs> yeah. exist. I think that's bad for the game. I would also probably do some adjustments to the support items. Um, I, I think they're a little too good early at, at getting gold, which is part of why like AD carry supports also exist is like, not only can they get umbral glaive but they can actually get it like faster than a lot of other roles because they can just proc a thousand gold from spectral sickle um i'm not sure how i would i would do that but like maybe something along the lines of like you proc the ward part a little faster and then like every like three four minutes afterwards you just get like 50 gold 50 gold and like yeah. again less less gold overall but like more consistent income throughout the game so they can still hit like maybe four items in like a six item game uh w without it being just like oh yeah my ash got to hail of blades proc it every time on cooldown and so she she had a thousand gold from her support item before our ad carry could get a noon quiver cool um i'm actually i'm actually not going to complain about top here i think a lot of the top issues by the way are uh, amplified based on other issues in the game the main one being the one that colton brought up which is the uh crazy early ganking um i don't know how to fix it i once again I, i've like thought about this a lot i think riot has a lot of fucking issues trying to solve this because every yeah. c conclusion i come to is giving bottom lane less gold and xp so people are less likely to go down there and cause it to be a fucking 4v4 um but guess what bottom lane already has the least gold and xp in the fucking game so you can't really remove more xp and gold from them um my only like suggestion is finding a way to make it that um bottom lane mid lane top lane can hit level two uh, at the same time as junglers um because I do think it's not healthy that a jungler can one camp into gank before someone hits level two. Um, I think mm -hmm. even if bottom lane hit level two before a jungler could be level two. Um, so like it's at least a 3v2 where you have access to two abilities. Uh, I think it's like a way better chance of the game not being immediately lost and maybe we'll de-incentivize mm -hmm. like level two ganks. But that's my yeah. like only thing I can come up with. And that's just so tough because the options there are like you either make first camp not make the jungler level two and they have to take That's two so camps at level two and that feels terrible or you say that the duo lane can hit level two off of one wave of minions <laughs> and then what do mid laners hit it off of four minions what if you just increase the xp for the first wave of bot lane minions I think that that could be one way to do it, where you make it so that one wave gets you to level one, and you just turn off EXP sharing penalty at level one. Mm -hmm. Right, that's you get full cool, XP actually. to level two. I, I think I that, like that, that that's probably the easiest way to do it. Is like one wave, one camp will get you level two, regardless of the camp, regardless of the wave. And if you are sharing the wave XP and you're level one, you don't get any penalty once either of you, or I guess once, yeah, like once a person is level two, they get the penalty. That's, probably that's actually really cool. I like that idea a lot. I feel like that's going to lead to some really... Somebody's going to do the math and it's going to be some really fucked up stuff. I mean, there, there's going to be situations probably. where you try to deny the enemy bot lane XP level one, but it'd be, you could just make it so like the first... Uh, yeah, as long as like your level one, you just don't get it. So it's mm -hmm. fine. You still yeah. don't get the penalty. That's cool. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. I think it's very unique, at least. The, uh, the only cool way that way. I think that could be abused would be like if you like go top lane and proxy with five people and everyone hits yeah. level two and then like your bot laners both teleport back to bot lane yeah right yeah, and they, they sure still, like catch that wave in time that's kind of yeah. sick 
but I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's also a weird thing where you could like have the the penalty only mm-hmm. not apply like after the time at which the the minions like meet in lane. Like th- there are, there are other ways around it, but I think that's maybe a way to go. And also yeah. keep keep this in mind that you have to communicate this like effectively to the players and to players sure who don't we, read patch make sure that the like, average person knows that this exists yeah no it's it's do right it's not in an easy position for any of this <laughs> no, shit. not at all um, but if you want to tell us how you'd fix the meta because you're a fucking genius you can hit us up on our twitter at leakcast you can send us an email at mail leakcastpodcast.com or you can come into our roundtable section in our discord and post there uh discord.gg slash leakcast um nick and i went and did a couple emails but um just to let you guys know we're still really behind on emails so we still have to do andrew's large dad casey stranger uh uh, abstruse and chunky monkeys uh next week so we're still a little behind even mm-hmm. you'll even though you'll hear us talk about emails in a minute <laughs> yeah just one minute and colton's here he's just very offensive uh, yeah definitely minute, you guys so. didn't record those emails <laughs> earlier without me no 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 if you want to send us an email to to for us to read four weeks from now it's mail at leecastpodcast.com you can watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash king blue basket and leecast frost tweet at us at leecast on facebook we're leecast visit our website leecastpodcast.com join our discord server discord.gg forward slash leecast and finally support us on patreon patreon.com slash leecast thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week emails are coming bye bye, bye. <laughs> All right, and now we're going to get into mail fight. Uh, the first email is from Actual Yordle, and they say, Hey, boys, it's been a while since I last sent in an email. Just want to talk about my 2023 ranked journey. After 10 plus years of playing ranked, I finally, uh, through the competitive league that has been set up for us, have gained a drive to play ranked like never before in that last uh, eight years, question mark. Uh, I think hit, uh, I think eight, I have hit gold four. Uh, and stop playing, never wondering what it would be like to climb higher, mostly out of fear of dropping back down to silver, but having to go through stressful promotion, promotional games again, but all that um, changed this year. Before, I'd never played more than 20 games in a ranked season, but this year, with the requirement of 102 games to participate in the league, I've been on the grind. I'm now at 45 games and just skipped a division going to, into gold two for the first time, and I'm confident I can make it to plat. Thanks so much for setting everything up and helping me move out of my comfort zone. I'm now completely over my fears and just say, ah, yes, another one, as I sit back and queue up another game. Super stoked to get into scrims and participate uh, in some more community games. Need that second win. As always, I apologize for the length of this email and have a good week. Hell yeah. I think that's sort of like what we prescribe a lot, like all the time is like, mm-hmm. hey, just play the game because the more you play, the less like, uh, you know, the less ranked anxiety you're going to have. And that seems like a like an easy answer, um, but it's for sure you know, the, the one that, uh, the, the one that you should go with. So awesome. Congratulations, Jordan. And, uh, hopefully you can keep that up. That's awesome. I'm glad you're getting a lot out of it. Hell um, yeah. Next is from Andrew. He says, hello, still possible, possibly parasocial friends. <laughs> I decided <laughs> I want to email every, uh, week. So you guys didn't read, uh, so even though you didn't read your mind last week, you get double Andrew this week. Probably not. Cause we still have a billion. Years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you something that I'm uh, experiencing at the moment about my role. Basically, I play jungle, but bar none, maybe except Jax, Ari, and maybe Kindred. Uh, my favorite champion in the game is Thresh. The unfortunate part uh, that you may have noticed is that Thresh is a support champion. Yes, I've tried a thrungle. It does not work like <laughs> Blungle. Um, anyways, uh, the thing is that I like the jungle role more than support, so I'm indifferent to role swapping. Um 
have you guys had anything like this happen to you? Help. Uh, sorry for the average email, Andrew. Hmm. I think it's interesting because I think like typically people find the character that they enjoy and then just play whatever role yeah. it is and just fucking make it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I don't really know. It's tough. You, you know, I think if you're going to stick with... um with jungle you should like i guess i guess like it depends are you trying to have fun or are you trying to win right because if you're trying to win play thrush support maybe you can play him as like an 80 carry and go for like a slap chop one one shot build um yeah but that's probably the two like truly only viable ways to play him um and then you, you know if you want to win focus on a character that can clear the jungle and maybe has a hook very similar to thresh like you could blungle jungle blitzcrank you know um nautilus has jungle buffs so you could probably get away with doing that as long as you're like ganking heavy um or or you know like if you if you want to have fun fuck it just go for it thrungle it is i'm down also it's got a good name already so Jungle is a good name, yeah, but I I don't know. I would just like honestly, if I were you, I'd just play jungle. Then if I got mm-hmm. autofilled, I'd play support thresh. I'd just like make that my second. Yeah, role. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, cool. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Aiden, do you want to read the next one since it's pretty small? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he says, uh, first is from Beef Chunky. He says, hi, Leadcast Beef Chunky here. Do you value flex ranks equally as solo ranks? Why or why not? Beef Chunky. Um, Beef we chunky. talked about this actually a lot recently because we've been mm-hmm. playing flex a bunch. Um, so I think you should. If, if you enjoy your flex rank and you're proud of it, you should be proud of it. And that's all that matters. Um, that being said, uh, flex, especially when abused, is a different queue than solo queue. Meaning mm-hmm. if you're only playing flex with five people, it is easier to win on average than playing solo queue. Because the, there's not enough people who play flex. Therefore, if you play five stack all the time, you're going to sometimes play versus non five stacks and you just have an advantage yeah or you're gonna play versus because it's gonna try to fucking pair you at five stacks just the worst matchmaking ever of a five stacks it's gonna be like all silver players even though like we're all diamond or like a game where it's all challenger players like you can get harder games in flex and it could be harder in theory but if you play only five stack and like play it like the most optimal as possible it, it is a lot easier than solo queue but once again your accomplishments are all that matters to you um and don't let other people take that away from you <laughs> yeah exactly if you're if you're going to come to us and ask what our opinions are i think we all kind of value flex a little bit lower just like Adrian was saying because that there are so many so many I, I guess fewer variables that are outside of your control you know you you pick who you queue up with if you queue up with a five-man challenger team obviously that's not happening for the majority of people but you know for the sake of uh, argument i'm going to take it to the extreme uh y- you know your uh your your achievement in that role is going to be worth i would say a lot less to the average player um because uh uh it you know because of that variability versus like in solo queue you can queue up with one other person max but there's still three other people on the other team plus you probably have to go up against a a, a duo on their team as well um so it's a uh, it, i i guess that's why but but like Aiden was saying who cares if you're having fun with the game playing with your boys uh, and and you know if you get to whatever rank that you want to get to and and think is good then that's good enough you know, mm-hmm. enjoy the game. It's a video game. Who cares? Awesome. Uh, thanks, Beef Chunky. The next email is from Magnold. Wow, this is a this is an old timer in, in league cast terms. 
Hey guys, it's Magna. Long time no talk. Hope you've all been doing well. I've got a question for the LeeCast crew. A little back, uh, sorry to preface this question. I did my ranked placements and found this to be the most toxic and unenjoyable placements I've ever done since season two. It feels like a lawless game where everyone does whatever they want because Riot is unable to actually punish players or is willfully negligent on the harsher punishment option. I look at people's match history and see a pattern that doesn't change. During my placement, I was subject to subjected to blatant homophobic slurs, targeted harassment, and individuals choosing to lose because they're tilted. For myself personally, the comments I take uh, is person the comments i take personally is when the users take the time to make comments about my parents as i lost my father in 2021 and my mother in 2022 whenever the topic of a report is brought up immediately uh, i'm sorry is brought up the immediate responses definitively do it right doesn't do anything anyways uh oh sorry google just kicked me out so i need to reload <laughs> sorry um uh, do it right doesn't do anything anyways sadly i feel now uh, as if they are right so my question is do you guys think it's time to bring back a revamped tribunal right seems unable to address this issue fully so why not let the players who achieved honor level four or higher do it and give rewards there needs to be something done about it or else the community will ultimately be responsible for the decline and eventual death of the game sorry for the long-winded question i can't wait to hear back from you guys sincerely magna oof this is uh i feel like how a lot of people feel about the game yeah um and and the uh uh player base as a whole but like how do you feel aiden do you feel the game is i'll i'll, I'll ask two questions because i think it's a, a a good like barometer do you think the game is necessarily more toxic than other commu uh like c competitive multiplayer games uh, i personally do but i know a lot of people don't feel that way Okay, do you think there is something inherent about League that is like that? Or do you think it's um, like the, the player base are targeting? Or like what I aspect a, of it is is toxic or, or brings in toxic people? I think it's a mix of a lot of things. I think it's the fact that it's been a game for 13 years. Therefore, a lot of people think they've, like, they're like they better at the game or mm -hmm. like they, they feel like they deserve certain ranks and stuff like that. I think part of it's the fact that like this is going to be similar to a lot of games it's a team game um league has the added benefit of it's way more obscure if you're doing well or if you're not doing well uh so it's much easier to uh, pin blame on others i think versus like say you're playing like a shooter game right mm -hmm. my score is just high and that means i'm doing well right whereas if you're doing well in league it doesn't necessarily mean your score as well right like you you can be zero zero three in a game and then your team can be like holy fuck you're doing nothing you fucking worthless pile of shit and it's like well yeah. no i'm actually playing as well as i can and like it, you know it's just like a way of more obscured data set um and then i also do think that there is some merit to um I, I would say a lot of the most popular league of legends content creators streamers whatever are maybe not the most positive influences for the game and i mm -hmm. think that doesn't help by any means yeah this is something that i have long um felt is it is an issue where you know you have faces of the game faces of the game who are the exposure that you, you know the the content creators that people are exposed to and you know i'm just gonna take the most popular english-speaking streamer you know tyler one and he's the face of league of legends on twitch um gone to several events like returned from what i would say is like some unforgivable solo queue behavior 
Um, and you, you know, he's changed. He's not like that anymore, but he still like perpetuates a, a lot of toxicity in his game that I think trickles down into the casual player bases games. Um, and you know, to not see that punished is a little frustrating. Um, I think everyone should go help, go ahead and do themselves a favor and turn off all chat, at least in ranked games, possibly even allied chat, which may be more toxic than all chat somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I, I don't know, like treat it as a single player game. Like I hate to, I hate to give that advice and, and sort of push people down that path. But if people are saying these things and you don't feel like the system is adequately punishing them, just don't let them say it to you at all. You know, communicate through pings. Uh, you can assume that some people are on the other team are doing the same thing. And then you're not at the disadvantage that you, you may be otherwise. And, you know, sorry to hear that, that that really sucks, but hopefully something is done about it. I, I do think like the system is better than it used to be for what it's <laughs> worth. Um, I don't necessarily think Le- I, I'm, I'm of the other side where I don't think league is more toxic than other games. I think like there, there's just so much of it because league is typically larger than any other games that we've played. Um, but yeah, sorry, sorry to hear that, yeah. buddy. I do want to say that I, I do agree that there is room for a tribunal-esque system to come back at some point, I think. I think it, it can't be in the way it was before, but yeah. I, I don't think the idea is bad. Yeah, I don't think so either. I I fear that like a lot of people will maybe misinterpret how they're or, or misunderstand how they're supposed to use the tribunal. Mm-hmm. Um but at the end of the day, you know, if the community is, it, it's not one person deciding the fate of another person, right? It's like a group of people who vote on it. And then if the vote is sufficiently high, then punishment is handed out. Yeah. So I, I, I am okay with it too. I think there is room, like you were saying. So. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, next is from Large Daddy says, "What's up, late lads and ladies? It's your boy Skinny Bean is back at it again with another joke. One time, my dad gave me money to pay the electricity bill, but instead, I spent the money on a raffle ticket to win a brand new car. When I got home, I explained to my dad what I did, and he beat the crap out of me. But the next day, when uh, when my dad woke up and opened the door outside the house, was a brand new car. We cried, especially me, uh, because the car was uh from." the electricity company uh sorry the car was from the electricity company there to cut off the power might have beat the crap out of me again large dad <laughs> okay i don't know if that one was good but it was it was unexpected and funny yeah so i guess that is kind of the makings of a good joke huh can i read the next one as well yeah yeah, yeah. this one's uh, from cigarette he says this is the year hashtag clg <laughs> oh god it's funny because <laughs> i went on the fucking anti-clg tirade last week because yeah i don't talk about esports betting that much because i think there's some issues with like yeah mm-hmm. um but i put in a fucking uh parlay of uh guessing all 10 of the lcs games like t- together right the outcomes yeah one. from the from the yeah. entirety of last week yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um it, it, i bet one dollar and it was a return of 40 um and guess what? i had it correct until game 10 and it game 10 was clg they just had to beat immortals and guess who they fucking lost to? <laughs> immortals uh, cited as possibly the worst team in the entire league one of the worst teams in like lcs history (laughs) yeah yeah but if you didn't see that last coming like i don't know what clg team you've been watching yeah so aiden was aiden was upset about that roster and and man i don't know man i i think they're (laughs) i think they're a fucking bottom two team man i i said it before the season started i think that they're like 
are have a worse roster on paper than TSM. I don't know why people are fucking putting them above TSM. Like, I think going into it, I think I like wrote a thing. I said, I think CLG is going to do well the first couple weeks. They're already not doing well, by the way. Uh, they had mm-hmm. one good week. Um, and then I'm like, they're going to end like bottom like three. Like, it's I- between them and Mortals and then like golden guardians is better than them tsm is better than them like i don't know who else is worse yeah i i like i do think it's still like a bit early to like i talked about this on the discord to be like crowning the champion and, yeah, yeah you know yeah. saying but um yeah i don't know like I, I guess as a clg fan i my my perspective is that i am okay with them giving this roster a run back because they did overperform expectations and i think like that's the reward, you know, is you get yeah. to you get to play and see, okay, can you improve as a player? Is this a fluke? Like what like what now? You know, prove that you belong on this roster or we replace you in the future. Uh I think like there are some players who should be on the team and some players who shouldn't. Um <laughs> yeah. but I, I would be I, I will start being upset if they keep this roster going into next split. I think that was so. a super level headed take. Like, obviously, I'm like a little bit like more like silly about it. I guess would be the the term. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that yeah, it's it's fair to like. I, I think they're still dumb not changing anyone. I no, I agree. Season. I um, I've been, but it, it it is fair that if they don't make changes now, it, it's an issue. <laughs> yes, I I've been um, vocally anti Dokla for uh, I would say quite <laughs> some time. Um, I think he gets carried by the rest of the team, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> So we will uh we'll we'll see what happens, especially when like Whippo is still available, right? Like I, I think that's just a, a clear upgrade and one that you could make right away. Um but that's uh that's that's just my opinion. I, I also don't think Dokla is the only problem with the team. No, yeah, for sure. So cool. Cool. Welcome to Leadcast. Let's go! Order my welcome to the league. <laughs> <laughs>